0: Good evening, everyone. It's the JKL Podcast. And as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking and checking this out, taking some time to just hear me talking to a, a mic and put it on the Internet. <laughs> so we're, we're all in the thick of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. This is not news that I need, I need to be reporting on. On a personal note, um, and many of you share this situation that I'm in, I have been without work for two months Um, (laughs) I've done a few things here and there that I've made a few bucks to maybe pay for a couple burritos or a couple uh, packs of ground beef But otherwise I am just living off of whatever money was in my bank account Um, Living off whatever money I have Um, It sucks, it sucks There are definitely people who are worse off, so I'll definitely say that. I still have a roof over my head. I eat just about as much as I want. I can feed my dog, Thaddeus, who's sitting over there to my right, wondering who I'm talking to right now. (laughs) Things could be worse, but uh, things do suck for me and a lot of people who might be in my type of situation. Um... I've I've talked about that on this podcast before. I and I and I I have ways of dealing with it. I have stress management. I I throw most days twice a day. I I lift weights just about every day. That does do wonders for my brain. It keeps me in a good place. And I'm currently looking for a job because I don't feel like my music income will reach a healthy level for a while. Even after uh, we get this pandemic quote-unquote under control i say all this to say like many of you i know you can relate the tensions are just starting to accumulate (laughs) yes there's a pandemic out there that sucks yes that the disease the disease is killing people that sucks there's no doubt and it still also sucks that we're not working It sucks now. It also sucks to think about the future ramifications of our lives as a result of not working. I'm not saying we all need to work right now. I'm just saying it sucks. I think I know. I think I know. Y'all know what I'm saying. So again, I say also say the tensions are ramping up. I grow more and more anxious. The news articles just fly on my phone. They tell me all this crazy news in the world about... The the virus, the economy, new uh, hornets coming from Asia that kill things. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? A lot of times I wonder if like, man, I wonder if just reading news does this to you in general. I wasn't much of a news reader actually until before this pandemic. So, you know, I wonder if, you know, things have always kind of been bad, I guess. Depends on who you ask. And if that person reads the news a lot. <laughs> But the tensions are amounting And today I just felt a whole bunch of What the fuck In my heart, in my brain I find myself getting mad at random shit I find myself being agitated Being anxious This is a sign I felt this before But this is when I know I need to take some steps You know, I need to breathe I need to meditate I need to find some peace And I usually do And today I sat down to dinner um, I'm a very active person. I'm also a very big person. <laughs> I'm a big person who has a very high caloric need. And eating isn't always the most ceremonious thing to me. But in my time of being incredibly broke, <laughs> in my time of not being incredibly sure that I can feed myself at this rate in the near future, which uh, I'm going to try to find a job which is harder than i anticipated but that being said i decided you know what let me let me just let me just take some time to pray for this food that i'm about to eat and it's like four organic eggs grass-fed beef cheese and and yes that's right i have i have eggs and beef for dinner um and i was like yeah you know, i'm just going to take time to be thankful for this food and i'm going to enjoy and savor every bite because Even if it's not me, there are people in the world who just would love to be in my position. So I I, I took some time to be thankful. And it it reminded me of another time in my life when I became thankful for the very same reasons. This was about 10 years ago when I was, I mean, I'm in a hard economic situation now. But, you know, (laughs) being in my early 20s as a musician, that was an incredibly hard economic situation. And I wrote this uh it reminded me of a blog post that I wrote after a meal that I ate that I was so very thankful for. I still remember the day, the meal that inspired me to write this uh I had just trained all day and it was hot as fuck outside. And I would walk I walked into a, a beautifully air conditioned Chipotle and I just felt an overwhelming need to be thankful, especially because you know, that Chipotle bowl might have cost me 9 bucks, and I might have had 25 bucks in my bank account then. <laughs> and I decided that one day, just not to be pissed or not to be anxious, but just to be thankful. And then I wrote a post about this. And this happened 10 years ago, almost exactly to the day. 10 years ago, May 6th. I wrote that post after feeling all kinds of anxiety, all kinds of worry about my future. Um, and 10 years later... I'm reminded of that post again. After being thankful for, for food. It's crazy. It's, you know, it's crazy. I'm not going to sit here and talk a lot about, you know, the this kind of crazy business of fate. But it, I can't help but feel like it was fate. I felt just, I'm a pretty chill dude in general, you know. And today I just had one of those anxious days and yeah, just... Emotional hardship, social hardship, um, economic hardship. I mean, this virus doesn't just suck because I, c- I can't go to a mall, although I never go to malls, but just to use that example. It doesn't suck just because I don't have money. It doesn't suck just because I got to figure out how to deal with my family because all that's affected. It just It's all of it together, and that's how I was feeling 10 years ago. And that post, I called it at the time. I'm going to read it here for you today. I called it the best meal. I actually, yeah. So here it is. I'm just going to read it for you. The best meal. This is me 10 years ago. I don't have a lot of money. I barely am able to pay my bills. My apartment, whose anti luxury I can barely afford, looks like a dungeon of doom. (laughs) I still owe my university some money. I still owe my bank some money. My body aches. My brain is tired. My career is getting started, but it's not quite what I want just yet. My ambitions are high, and will only get higher as I achieve them. My mind dreams forever. Too much for anyone to ever gain any type of contentment. But somehow today, happiness has never seemed so clear to me like it has just now. After a week of intense training and bodily torture, I stumble into a Chipotle after a nice, long, hot shower. My body is cooled, clean, and fresh. Before I eat one of must-be hundreds of burrito bowls filled with all the ingredients to my liking, I remember two things. First, the homeless guy I passed on the walk from my car to the door of the restaurant. And second, a picture that my dad put on our wall as I was growing up of a man with his hands folded praying as a piece of bread lay in front of him. It was then all of a sudden an overwhelming sense of thankfulness nearly paralyzed me. I wanted to cry. I must admit that I have felt these sensations before, but now I am determined to remember them by writing. Maybe this time I can look back and remember all the emotions I felt. Being a second-generation child who knows only comfort provided by hard-working parents, I never knew how profound my dad's favorite painting could be. Yes, on the surface, it was about a man being thankful for his supper. Who the man is or what the man does is completely beyond me. But for my dad, it was a man thanking his God for his life. His life. What's in front of him guarantees not the future or prosperity or success. It only reminds him of living and being in a true sense of thanksgiving off just a loaf of bread. But that is more than enough to be inspired by. He may be rich. He may be poor. He may be happy. He may be sad. There's just no way of telling. But the idea that anyone can be thankful and humble for just a piece of bread is what makes it so beautiful. It means a lot to my dad, considering the hardships of immigration, language barriers, economic instabilities, fear and anxiety. The homeless guy, no matter how bad of a day I, a quote unquote suffering human being, would have, he would love to spend time in my shoes. So before I ate, I prayed. I had I had to. The humility at the time was overbearing. I'm not sure to what or whom I prayed, but I prayed. Not out of service or ritual, but out of pure gravity of my emotions. With every exhale of my breath, my eyes watered. I closed my eyes and said, Thank you for this food. Thank you for my life. Thank you for letting me pursue what I truly love. Thank you for everything. Maybe it was a fact that I was just so truly exhausted that nourishing my body was so important at that point, and the fact that I could do so at will is what made me so thankful. And then I began to ponder, what is making me so happy right now? Despite everything in my life that no one would be willing to take on, aside from their own hardship, why do I feel this happiness? At least for now, why am I this happy? Why couldn't my happiness wait for after I won a job in a symphony orchestra, or after I make the Olympics? Or after an NFL team decides to sign me to a contract. Or after my brother sheds off his mental illness. Or after my family is able to not worry about being poor. Or after I get a car that doesn't rattle in the back for whatever reason. Damn. When it came to me. No, then it came to me. Sorry. Then it came to me. Thoughts, that's, thoughts that we, have you and I, have, have had all the time. Thoughts we never seem to put together. Thoughts we never quite commit to. Well, here's my shot happiness is impossible to attain maybe in the future i can make enough money to provide for myself and for everyone that i love a deed above everything else that i've always aspired to do something i thought would make me happy but even that won't make me happy once i achieve that my thoughts will be well there's more to do it's human nature it's what helps us better ourselves It's how we advance, it's how we survive, it's how we work. When Mahler wrote his second symphony saying, quote-unquote, I have put all of myself into this work, do you think that it was the truth? Why did eight and a half more symphonies pour out of his creative life? There's always something more. There's never a moment of complete arrival. This is why artists never stop their craft, why musicians play and learn constantly, why philosophers never seem to come to their absolute decision, why scientists only know a chip of reality, Why we will never live a day when we can't learn. This is why humans cannot, quote unquote, attain happiness. Happiness is a state of mind. Though we may attain objectives, the only role of our success is to feed into what we hope will contribute to our state of mind. That is why we cannot depend on our success to give us happiness. Happiness is a much more personal, introverted affair. Happiness is universal and can reach anyone no matter their circumstance. A poor mother who sees her child walk for the first time will be just as happy as a rich mother with her child. Thankfulness lately has helped me attain happiness these last few moments. I can feel that it can stick. Thankful for what? I'm thankful for many things just as much as anyone else can be. Even a wheelchair-bound person, wheelchair-bound person can be thankful for so much. I can bet that many handicapped people are thankful for so much more and have a greater grasp of happiness than people who march up and down schools buildings and streets who claim to be in the pursuit of something that they are ironically ignoring which is happiness why are such high-end jobs leading to stress and amazing amounts of suicide i would say that the leading cause of that aside from high stress occupational demands is that people forget that the sun comes out people are alive and that beauty is there for us every day not something we have to struggle to see whether you are a spiritual person or not, I, it really doesn't matter. I really do hope that every once in a while, no matter what is happening in your life, no matter what, that you can take a few moments and just meditate on how beautiful it all really is. And as a side note, I'm, I, think, I hope I'm talking to myself there in that, what I just said. Back to the uh, post. All of it, our country is always in war. Our economy sucks. Relationships are hard. Your family may not be what it should be. Your schoolwork is giving you hell. No matter how hard you work at something, progress seems to escape you. Whatever else you can think of. Happiness is dependent on none of those, not even those you love. But where are you now? What has gotten you there? Who have you met that has been a special blessing to you? How easy it for you to pursue your passions. What makes you happy? Can anyone take that from you? You're alive. The day is yours. The fact that I have this happiness today and hopefully forever stems from the fact that nothing or no one can ever make me or you happy. Our happiness as related to objects or people occurs when we truly make a personal decision that the two are related. It is up to us to be happy and not what we achieve or who we meet. The role of objects and people are important, but their their impact to happiness is far less than your own genuine perception. For instance, this beer that I am drinking... The fact that I'm drinking this beer now makes me happy. Beer does not make me happy. I can do without beer. Having worked really hard this week, it feels nice to drink a beer on occasion. Now, if I were to quit beer with happiness, I would be binge drinking every night. But what, happen- what happiness is there to that? There's only alcoholism. Jim Markey of the New York Philharmonic so beautifully stated, When you place all the value of existence in getting a job, success or someone or something, then you will be consumed by failure. There are people who work hard to get on top, when they, but when they get to the top, what's next? Why am I wanting more when I thought this would be make me ultimately happy? Others will work harder than ever because of a gift that they are thankful for. When they get to the top, well, they don't care. They pursue the same rate. They pursue at the same rate because what they are doing makes them happy. Nothing can give us happiness or no one. What do I mean when I say no one can make you happy? The idea of having someone will not lead to happiness, the need to have someone or the dependency. Never should our happiness be dependent. How people make us happy is when we come to love who they are and how what they are aligns with what makes us happy. Again, someone else cannot literally give us happiness. It depends on whether that friend, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, etc. provides us with much more than just possession. Simple concept, bad rambling of an explanation. Whether it's status, achievement, or possession, there will always be the need for more. Neither the three are bad, but happiness does not result from them. It results from us. Let's be thankful. Everyone can do it. Let's pursue. Let's work hard. Let's have an undying passion for what we hope to achieve, but let's be thankful. End of post. Yeah, that was me about 10 years ago. I can't say I still agree with Every single word I said in that post, but I, I do I did need to be reminded of that post today. What I have now is what I didn't have then. I have a smartphone, and all this news comes through my phone, and I just I read it and it gets me anxious, it gets me pissed off, it gets me worrying. And not to say that any of that's unnecessary, but what isn't what is necessary is that. There are still things to to love. There are still ways to find peace and happiness. There are still ways to remain hopeful. There are still ways to be optimistic about the future, even despite a very rocky months ahead coming. So, so I'll just leave that right there. Thank you for listening. Uh, tomorrow, I'm very excited to meet with uh, Houston, another Houston area bassist, Grace Lewis, a uh, very interesting young lady. Uh and we will do a a recording in person of a podcast, uh, which I'm very excited about. Uh and everybody don't worry. We're <laughs> there's not going to be any uh hugging or handshaking going on and we'll be observing some social distances, of course, uh in um, in relation to current times, <laughs> current molecular scientific times. So, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, until then, Take care. Thanks again, everybody. Be safe.